This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 633, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily. This is where I usually narrate blogs and answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. Now, we're less than a week away from Christmas, which I can't believe. I'll still be here narrating next week, but I'm getting a partial day off today and doing something a little special. I'm going to share an episode from my brother's podcast, Optimal Living Daily. And remember, he's actually my brother. It's not just something we say. But I'll still give you today's holiday trivia, and then I'll be back tomorrow narrating for you as usual. All right, so before we hear from my brother, here is your holiday trivia for today. Going back as far as medieval England, this dessert is traditionally boiled, not baked. Can you guess what it is? Plum pudding. Now, I've actually had plum pudding before, and it's not quite what you think it is, but if it's done right, it's actually really tasty. But I digress. So really quickly, if you're already subscribed to Optimal Living Daily, you might've heard this episode, but if you're new here or haven't checked out that show yet, you'll likely enjoy it. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find it. So without further ado, here's an episode from my brother's show, Optimal Living Daily, featuring Leo Babata, who I often read from on this podcast, of Zen Habits. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1079, Seven Little Habits That Can Change Your Life and How to Form Them, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator today, and every day. It's not a typical podcast, there are no interviews, and it's really short. I simply find the best blogs and get permission from the authors to narrate them for you, one every single day of the year to help you live a more meaningful life. It's like an ongoing free audiobook from a bunch of different authors. And I have permission from popular minimalist authors like The Minimalists, Corny Carver, Joshua Becker, No Sidebar, and personal development authors like Mark and Angel, Steve Pavlina, Shalene Johnson, Tiny Buddha, Mark Manson, Derek Sivers, and many, many more. Today's article is from a blog named as one of the best by Time Magazine, that's Zen Habits. If you're new here, there are lots of ways to listen for free. The most convenient is from a smartphone. I'll share a bunch of ways to listen at the end, but for now, let's get right to the post and start optimizing your life. Seven Little Habits That Can Change Your Life and How to Form Them by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Quote, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. Aristotle. If you could just pick one or two or seven habits to create in the next few months, habits that will have the most impact on your life, what would they be? I often get asked this question because people are overwhelmed when it comes to starting positive life changes. They ask me, what one or two habits should they start with? It's not an easy question. There are so many changes I've gone through from quitting smoking to simplifying my life to reducing debt to many more. They've all seemed life-changing. They've all seemed important. But if I were to start again and had to pick one or two, it'd be the one or two you're about to hear. The list that follows is in order of what I think I'd do the first six to seven months of changing my life, but realize that every person is different. No one should follow my choices exactly. You've got to figure out what works for you. That said, if you follow this program and work on developing these habits, you'd probably do pretty well. Quote, Men's natures are alike. It is their habits that separate them. Confucius. How to develop the habits. 
I've written a number of times about developing habits, but here are the basics. Do a 30-day challenge focusing on just one habit. Write it out on paper along with your motivations, obstacles, and strategies for overcoming them. Commit fully in a public way. Log your progress. Remain publicly accountable, report on your progress each day. Have support for when you falter, either in real life or online. Reward every little success. And if you fail, figure out what went wrong, plan for it, and try again. The seven little habits that can change your life. Okay, so now you know how to form a habit, and remember, only do them one at a time, but you wanna know the seven little habits. Here they are in my order of preference, but yours may be different. Number one, develop positive thinking. I put this first because I think it's the keystone habit that will help you form the other important habits. Sure, positive thinking by itself won't lead to success, but it certainly goes a long way to motivate you to do the other things required. I learned this when I quit smoking. When I allowed myself to think negative thoughts, I would end up failing. But when I learned how to squash negative thoughts and think positive ones instead, I succeeded. This discovery led to me practicing this over and over until I was able to form just about any habit I needed. It's been invaluable to me, and I think it could be to most people. Focus on this habit first, and you'll have a much easier time with any of the others. Start by becoming more aware of your negative self-talk. Do a little tally sheet throughout the day, marking a tally each time you notice a negative thought. Soon you'll recognize them and you can squash them. Number two, exercise. People who've been hearing me harp on about exercise might roll their eyes. Sure, exercise is healthy and all that, but how exactly is it life-changing? I'm glad you asked. It makes you feel better about yourself and more confident. That leads to better success with other positive changes. It reinforces the positive thinking habit You need to think positive in order to sustain exercise. It relieves stress and gives you time to think. This leads to better mental well-being in your life overall. It helps with creativity. Don't ask me to prove it, except to say that my best ideas and brainstorming sessions come from when I exercise. Number three, single tasking. The opposite of multitasking. You've heard me harp on about this one as well. Why is it life-changing? A couple powerful reasons you'll be more effective with your tasks and get more done. It's hard to achieve important things if you're constantly switching tasks and distracted by other quote-unquote urgent things. You'll be less stressed overall and, in my experience, happier throughout your day. Number four, focus on one goal. Just as focusing on one task at a time is more effective and focusing on one habit at a time is more effective, so is focusing on one goal at a time. While it might seem very difficult, Focusing on one goal at a time is the most powerful way of achieving your goals. When you try to take on many goals at once, you're spreading thin your focus and energy, the two critical components for achieving a goal. What if you have five goals you want to achieve? Pick one to focus on first. Break it into a mini goal you can accomplish this month if it's a longer term goal. Pick an action you can do today. Keep doing this until the goal is accomplished. Do an action every day, finish the mini goal, Pick the next mini goal to work on. Then when your one goal is completed, focus on the next goal. Some goals are ongoing ones like blogging every day or exercising every day. In those cases, turn them into habits. Focus exclusively on turning the goal into a habit until the habit is ingrained. Then focus on the next goal. Number five, eliminate the non-essential. First, identify the essential, the things in your life that are most important to you, that you love the most. 
then eliminate everything else. This simplifies things and leaves you with the space to focus on the essential. This process works with anything, with your life in general, with work projects and tasks, with emails and other communication. This will change your life because it'll help you to simplify, to focus on what's important, and to build the life you want. Number six, kindness. Yes, kindness is a habit and it can be cultivated. Focus on it every day for a month and you'll see profound changes in your life. You'll feel better about yourself as a person. You'll see people react to you differently and treat you better over the long run. It's karma. How do you develop the kindness habit? First, make it a goal to do something kind for someone each day. At the beginning of the day, figure out what the kind act will be and then do it during the day. Second, each time you interact with someone, try to be kind, be friendly, be compassionate. Third, try to go beyond small kindnesses to larger acts of compassion, volunteering to help those in need and taking the initiative to relieve suffering. And number seven, daily routine. It's so simple, but creating a daily routine for yourself can make a big difference in your life. The best routines I've found come at the start and end of the day, both your workday and your day in general. That means develop a routine for when you awake, for when you first start working, for when you finish your workday, and for the end of your evening. How will that change your life? It'll help you get a great start to your day and finish your day by preparing for the next day. It'll help you firmly root the productive habits you want to form in your everyday life. It'll help you focus on what's important, not just what comes up. It'll help you make sure you get done all the things you really want to make sure get done every day. And that can mean a lot. You just listened to the post titled Seven Little Habits That Can Change Your Life and How to Form Them by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. This might be one of those to save and listen to again or check out the article because there's a lot there. The key is focusing on one. And pretty much in all seven of those, he has links where you can read even more about it. You can find this article I just narrated in the episode's description, wherever you're hearing this, or at oldpodcast.com. That's my site where I have a lot more info and goodies. That's oldpodcast.com. For me, focusing on the goal and public accountability are the biggest factors, and he named both of those. Without the public accountability with this podcast and you listening every day, I would not keep doing this. To find an article, get permission, narrate it with mistakes, edit out the mistakes, make it all sound good and post it every single day, that takes me focusing on the goal. And I agree, focus on only one habit at a time and make that your 30-day challenge, otherwise you'll get overwhelmed. But that's enough from me. Really quick before I head out, I just wanna quickly mention the different ways you can listen to this show for free. The easiest is to hit the subscribe button through a podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, and then you can play it while you're walking, exercising, driving, even on an airplane. Most podcast apps are free, but this show is also on Spotify, which is also free and coming to Pandora very, very soon. Super excited about that. Even Amazon devices like the Echo and Dot have it and can play it for you. Just tell your Amazon device to enable Optimal Living Daily, or there's even the Optimal Living Daily app that I made just for you. You can download that on your phone. So yeah, lots of options. Pick whatever works for you, hit the subscribe button if you're using a podcast app, and listen for free for 10 minutes a day and optimize your life with me. Oh, and you can even listen from the site oldpodcast.com. But that'll do it for today. Thank you for listening and sticking around until the end. Really means a lot. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow, as usual, where your optimal life awaits.